Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. My name is Brian Rushing. The guy across the table's name is... Corky Franks. And check this out, Brian. I know everyone can't tune in Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNCRadio.com, 101.1 FM, or 1450 a.m. And that's why we have some great news for the listeners. That's right. You can now get our podcast on SoundCloud as well as Spotify and Apple Music. It's fantastic for you. We do the work. You get the enjoyment. So enjoy. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show, halfway through on this Wednesday morning, of course, at 9 o'clock, we'll have Glenn Beck on WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, of course, at noon, Clay and Buck comes on at 3 o'clock. Sean Hannity, as we are the in-between. All the sports talk in the overnight on Fox Sports Radio, the heavy hitters of talk radio during the day. We're the pivot point. And right now, halfway through this show, we bring on John Arbola of Allen Tate Realtors. John, welcome to the Rush Hour Morning Show. Thank you, guys. I'm glad to be here. Well, it is it is fantastic having you here. First of all, let me let me take care of this one housekeeping item before we really get started. I want to thank you for all the support that you have given us already on this Rush Hour Morning Show. This is a show that's not even been three months going right now. The community support has been phenomenal. The ratings have been great. Our podcast numbers are growing dramatically. And we have folks like you to thank for it. So thank you for helping us get on the air. Thank you for helping us stay on the air here in this very early going. Well, you're very welcome. And it's not hard to have those kind of ratings with two guys like yourself on the radio. We need to be paying you now, John. How much are you going to charge us for that plug? Wait a minute. You, you, you didn't send the check? No, not yet. No, I didn't send it. Oh, I, was, I was talking about our check to you, John. I thought you know we needed to send a check. You, you know, uh, yeah. Hey, first of all, John, thank you for being a partner and, and, and sponsor here on the show. But one thing Brian and yeah. I, talk, one thing Brian and I talked about, you know, since the beginning is we want to talk sports, but we also want to educate our listeners because we've said it on here before. If you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room, and somebody out there has a house for sale or property for sale, or they're considering selling it. They don't understand the interest rates or what the market is, and it's a great thing that we have you as a partner and a sponsor, and that's why we wanted to bring you on and help educate. I mean, it's not sports, but at the end of the day, we can't sit around and watch sports all day. Somebody's got to sell a house and move and things like that, so that's why we want to bring you on, so thank you for coming on. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Well, John, let me let me ask you this. Is, is there a syncing up of the housing market with the seasons of the year. Like, for instance, I'm thinking spring cleaning. You got to go out and do some things in the yard, add some curb appeal, so on and so forth. Is there a correlation between spring cleaning, getting everything ready outside, and then an uptick in the sales market in the housing? Well, our market for the past several years, in fact, our inventory has been very low. Our buyer inventory has been very high. So we've had a lack of homes on the market. Uh, most people will say spring and summer is the best time of the year to sell. Um, I disagree with that simply because of the lack of inventory. Um, our, our market here in Gaston County and around the area typically has been seeing a steady uh, movement of homes all year round. December has been one of my best months uh, historically. 
Now, is there anything you really can truly contribute that to other than the fact that you're just amazing at the job you do? Or, or what are some of the factors that really kind of drive that narrative for you? Well, it, it's not necessarily personally for me. It's just um, the market in general has had such a lack of uh, housing inventory. And we've had the most buyers out there looking than we've ever had. So, of course, everybody knows that we had the large rating these last summer. And that rate increase, for about two or three months, we slowed down a little bit while everybody kind of uh, got back uh, back got back to their senses and settled down. Um, I think everybody got scared, but now we're seeing a, a quite a bit of an uptick in buyers again. It's getting busy again. So, okay. So for someone that's thinking about, you know, they're currently living in an apartment, they're in some sort of rental agreement right now, but now they've really got their mind on, okay, this is the time to enter the fray. What are some of the first pieces of advice for those people that are wanting to buy a home? What are some of the first things you tell them once they engage in that process? Well, right this minute, even while rates are at roughly six and a quarter, six and a half, it's still a very good time to buy. We we don't have the competition with multiple offers on many of the homes that we're putting on the market. Uh, there are still some out there, of course, but right now it would be a very good time for a first-time home buyer to try to uh, purchase a home. Um, chances are on most of the homes, they're not going to have to deal with the multiple offers, so it's less competitive overall. Uh, but now that we're seeing a little bit of an uptick in that as well, uh, so I would say don't wait for the rates to potentially decrease because what I've heard and what uh, I've read is that we're probably not going to get lower than probably the mid fives, and that's going to be toward the end of the year. So the time now to buy is now. John, let me let me ask you this: if if the if the interest rates aren't going to drop dramatically. Is there anything that buyers can do possibly down the road as far as a refi that might help them get a better situation for them as it relates to buying the home? So therefore, the hesitation to buy the home now shouldn't necessarily even be in play. Correct. And there is, um, most buyers could buy now, they could refinance after a year. Um, there are also some banks, most, most of the banks that are doing the adjustable rates, of course, are the credit unions. Um, those are a possibility for some buyers if they're a member of the credit union. Also, some sellers are offering buy-downs. That's where they'll buy down the rate for year one, two, and possibly three. Uh, so there's some incentives out there that some uh, sellers and builders are throwing at buyers just to try to move their homes. John R. Bolin of Allentate Realty here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. John, let's let's flip the coin for just a moment, and for sellers, um, for sellers, if the inventories are that low and the buyers are in great supply, to me it would sound like the ideal time. If selling a home is something that is on the radar, seems like this is the ideal time to do it. It absolutely is. Um, this is a great time for sellers. It is definitely a seller's market. We're still seeing uh, most of our sales coming in at or above uh, list price. 
Um, it, the, the thing that buyers have to understand is that it has slowed somewhat compared to what it was a year ago. Uh, but sellers are, if they have their house ready to go, and that is a big part of my business is the listing side. So I'm prepping with sellers all the time, uh, working with them, presenting their market analysis, working with them on uh, home preparation to get it on the market. Uh, so this is a great time to sell for sure. John, let me ask you a question. It's a, it's a seller's market, right? Yeah. And it's been that way pretty much for the last, what, year and a half, something like that, maybe? At least? About four years. Okay, so here, here's a question I've always thought, you know, being around construction pretty much every day of the week. Where in the world are these sellers going when they sell their homes? It's, it's not like you can just move to Belmont. I mean, everybody can't afford to move to Belmont. I know Mount Holly's filling up pretty fast and Cramerton. So where's the next logical place to move? Let's say you sell a home in Belmont and get a great price for it, and it's a good deal for everybody. Where are those sellers moving to? Are they still going to Clover like they used to a couple years ago, or is it, is it is it Lawndale? Is it Shelby? Where is it? Clover is a hot area. Belmont is still a very hot area. It's very expensive. Uh, a lot of uh, sellers that are moving out of Belmont are doing it for, and, and I'm talking from personal experience uh, from clients that I've worked with, they're just, Belmont's growing. Belmont traffic is growing with it. And some of them are just trying to get out of what used to be the small town feel. Uh, however, Belmont is our hottest area in the county. Um, and when you think about the total area, east of Charlotte has had ex exponential growth. North of Charlotte has done the same thing and the Steel Creek area, the same thing. So Gaston County is considered somewhat of the wild west. We've got so much um, area here in homes that have not been uh, or areas that have not been developed and new subdivisions. Now, the sellers that I work with primarily, you're not going to find many that are sitting on a 3% interest rate that want to move right now. But the sellers that have to move are usually moving out of town, not moving, um, uh, I guess the word would be um, not moving sideways, so to speak. They're not going to leave that 3% interest rate for a six and a half. John R. Bolin here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So, John, let me, let me ask you this question. Is there a line of delineation in Gaston County at the moment that basically you could kind of draw on a map that says, okay, everything on the Charlotte side of this line is really thriving and really growing and everything on the western side of this particular line is sort of stagnant. Is there a line that exists in Gaston County that looks like that? There used to be, but not anymore. The great thing about Gaston County is that every area, every township is thriving right now, and we've got interested buyers in every area of Gaston County. It used to be that the 321 line West of that, US 321, west of that was a little bit slower market, but everything we put on the market pretty much is selling. If it's ready to go, it's usually selling within a week. That's amazing. Now, John, so to follow up, if, if that line doesn't exist in Gaston County any longer, then where does that line sit at this point? Because we still have listeners that are in Lincoln County, Cleveland County, even some in York County. Where is that line? Uh, truthfully, I don't see that line. I work southern Lincoln for the most part. I work southern Lincoln, all of Gaston. 
uh, eastern Cleveland County, and then the Lake Wiley Clover area, along with Gaston County, of course. And all of that area is still very, very hot. I've got buyers looking in all those areas, matter of fact. That's very, very interesting. Now, so, John, when it, when it all boils down, you talked about a week. When, when you talk about a house going on the market within a week, what are you defining there? That an offer has been put in and accepted or that the entire process has completed and you basically are turning the keys over? What, what's the timeline for selling a house, buying a house, et cetera? Timeline varies based on condition. Uh, however, when I'm talking about uh, two days on market or three days on market, what I'm referring to is from the time it's activated to the time it actually goes under contract. And then, of course, you've got another uh, three to, to five weeks of due diligence period and closing period. But from activation to under contract status, it could be 24 hours. It could be a week. It could be more. But that's pretty much what we've been seeing here in Gaston County. John, I was looking on your website. There's a house in Lowell, 1,660 square feet. You said it sold in a day and a half for three hundred, basically $330,000. Did you ever think, you know, growing up in this or, or, you know, having a life in this town, did you ever think that we would see houses selling like for that price in Lowell? That is just insanity to me. It is. And um, whereas the sellers enjoy that, the buyers hate it. Yeah. Um, but the, but the fact of the matter is Lowell is a very hot area, small town feel. Uh, that particular house I activated Saturday at noon, exactly at noon. We had an open house in that. Nobody came through it, but we had four showings later that day. And then a full price offer came in Sunday night and it was signed Monday morning. That is, in, that is just incredible, incredible to me. If that house was in Belmont, what would it sell for? 400 that same house probably four to four fifty easily. Is there like a is there a square foot price pretty much across the board, or, or does it all depend on the property and the condition and the location and you know ten thousand other variables? Yeah, it it's got a lot of variables that we we can't go by square footage price. We have to compare it with neighborhood uh, sales and closings. So in so John, in short, basically, it is not out of the realm of possibility at all. If someone called you on March the 30th and began the process to where come April the 15th, tax day for many, for many years, April the 15th, a house went on the market. It is conceivable, not out of the realm of possibility, that by June 15th, the keys have already been handed over and a seller is going on vacation knowing that they've got a windfall of money in their bank account because they decided to sell. If a home hits the market on March 30th, chances are, unless there's a, an agreement otherwise, the keys will be handed to the new buyer by May 1st. You don't happen to know where any you don't happen to know where any islands are for sale for less than a half a million to you. If you do, I'm gonna let you sell my house. And I'll be no, out but of I'm here. looking. I'm looking. <laughs> hey, have you ever sold an air conditioning business? I have a really good one. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> do you want to try? <laughs> well, while you're talking about that, just uh, 
truthfully, I'm all residential, so I can uh, put you in the right direction. Well, John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realty, thank you so much for being here with us this morning on the Rush Hour Show, for, for, for your support of what we're trying to pull off here in Gaston County and surrounding area. We thank you, and we will have you back on real, real soon. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, John, one last thing. Do you see the interest rates going down anytime soon? Are they going to steady off and, and, and be pretty much level for the next year? What do you think, or what do you hear? Uh, what I'm hearing is that we're going to probably be, by the end of the year, probably in the mid-fives. Okay. Well, I don't think anybody really knows, but I but that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, but that's a pretty steady rate, isn't it? For, you know, over the years. It's a great rate. When I got into the business in '87, they were 13, 14 percent. So I don't uh, I don't look at six and a half percent as being too terribly bad. How can someone get in touch with you if they just have a question? They're thinking about selling their house, or they're 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 looking for a home to buy. How do they get in touch with you? Uh, they can call me. They can email me, or or look at my website, Alan Tate. Uh, I'm here in Gastonia. 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088 is where you can find. Correct. And, I, and they can reach me from 4 a.m. till midnight. And, and that's not a lie. That is straight that up is the truth. That is not a lie. No, we, uh, <laughs> we, have, we have had some early conversations. So, so, John, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being here this morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a good day. Thanks, John. Take care. We come back on the other side of the break. We'll wrap up our number two on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So we continue on this Wednesday morning. We'll be back in just a bit. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, you can find us Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. You can even stream the show on WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you with the next podcast, enjoy your day. We'll see you next time.